Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, December 8th, 2022. Life, love, and liberty. I am so disgusted with this nation and this current regime and the fact that we are occupied that I don't really have anything nice to say this evening, to be honest with you. And I know I'm not supposed to be completely overwhelmed but this is just the time we live in. I'm not really overwhelmed. I'm just over it. Right? I mean, how else do you respond to the United States of America trading the life of a female basketball player who was, in my humble opinion, excessively charged or 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 sentenced, rather. She was rightfully charged. She had drugs in her possession. And you know how we are as Americans. We think, well, whatever, we're Americans. And don't let us be some type of a God athlete, right? So Brittany, Brit, he, she, them, they, whatever, you'll never convince me that's a female. And that's just my opinion. So pictures I've seen doesn't strike me as a female. Sorry, not sorry. Who cares, right? That doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. If it was a if it was an actual NBA player and not women's, we'd be having the same discussion. Right? They've they've traded Brittany Griner for a notorious arms dealer. We're talking international bad actor. Aiding and abetting, arming uh, Al Qaeda uh, and the Taliban, and child sol- armies of child soldiers, blood, I mean, an ocean of blood on this guy's hands. And this regime traded a Russian man known as the Merchant of death, right? So for Brittany to be able to come home to America where she has been very vocal about her disdain for the flag, the anthem, you know, all things America, right? And so she was traded for Victor Victor Bout. Again, oceans of blood on his hands, not to mention American blood as well. I can't imagine how some of you feel, and I know you listen to my show, who are part of these different agencies and bureaus. Those of you in uniform or you have kids who are considering signing up to wear our uniform, why? Why would you? I mean, this is like Bergdahl 2.0. 
right? There's no solidarity. There's no honor. There's no allegiance to this country and her constitution. None. None. It's all a mockery. It's all a mockery. So those of you who put your lives, your asses on the line for this country, why? Why do you continue to do that? I mean, we are occupied. We just are on a number of levels from our election grid on down and over and up. We're occupied. Technologically. And some of you are going to be like, oh, Monica, you're being so dramatic. No, I'm not. I'm being very soberly honest. So why would you put your children in harm's way? There was a time when you would sign up to defend your nation's constitution and the the people of that nation and her borders, right? Who's who in this country anymore? Who? I mean, if we go by the Democrats' data on, on, on the election, then over 80 million people voted for a completely unconscious human being whose brain is being eaten alive by disease, whose son is a known pedophile, who himself is known to be a pedophilic sniffer. So where's the honor in our, in our country? What are you defending exactly? And then for those of you who have laid your lives on the line to go fight in all particular types of operations, black, green, yellow, purple, and otherwise, super black, double black, espresso, you know, operations. And for what? For what? For this? Yeah. If this aggravates you, you probably, um, you probably should turn this off because it's not going to get better from here. Not tonight. Mm -mm. So Brittany Griner is on her way back to the United States, probably already landed and her wife. If that's what you believe a female can have, uh, I do not subscribe to that. Uh, You can pass whatever you want to pass in Congress. My Bible does not say it's a woman and a woman or a man and a man. My Bible says it is a man and a woman equals leaving the the household, leaving and cleaving involves a male and a female. Okay, that's my faith. And according to the Constitution, most of our government continues to piss on. Uh, that is still true. That is absolutely true. And whether the Constitution is completely eviscerated, I mean, with the flag and the anthem and all things, you know, war heroes, and it's just all flushed down the toilet, and we become Venezuela just like that, which seems to be our trajectory. And you know what? Fair enough. Bring it. It's time. Is it not? Isn't it time for our father to torch this whole system down here? I don't know. Isn't it? What's working? What's working? The word is working. But in terms of this, the institutions of our country, they're a mockery. I have friends in the military right now who will tell you, who work directly for and with the DOD, who will tell you 
that their number one concern is diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, does that sound like a military that is ready? I don't know. You answer that question. Does it? So, we have a female who by all outward appearances appears to be a male who's married to a woman as a lesbian couple who's on her way back to the United States who was who was traded in place of a United States Marine, Paul Whelan, who has been sitting in a Russian prison since 2018 with a 16-year sentence for uh, on espionage charges. They had, the, they had the option to trade the man in uniform or the um, androgynous women's basketball player. So you tell me which lowercase g god is sitting on the throne of this country. And you know what, you guys? We deserve it. We do. We do. We have idolized everything. from. We have literally moved our creator, the founder of our constitution, out of every possible institution, policy, home, community, state legislature, the United States Congress, and the Senate, any semblance of decency, gone. Schools, gone. And this is what we get. An, an entirely reprobate society. That's what we get. Now, I'm going to ask you again. What is it exactly that would, that would impose upon your heart that it's a wise thing to do to lay down your life for a communist regime? Because that's who's in full command of this country. It is truly astounding. The more data coming out, not only from Twitter, but regarding COVID, the, the tyranny that stares us in the face daily, and now things that a few of us have been espousing for a few years now are actually out in the light. Like, the, like there's no denying them. They're in the light, whether it's that the FBI has colluded uh, regarding election interference, whether the CIA has, coll- had forget collusion. I mean, they're, pff, the military-industrial complex, including the CIA, um, and, and others, and others. It's not just the Central Intelligence Agency, which is not supposed to be operating on this soil, particularly in this manner, but they do. And we know that now. We know that now. So you tell me we're not a communist country. And I said it the minute it came out of President Trump's face and he said, we will never be a socialist country. And I said out loud, looking at the television, I said, you're right, sir. We are moving directly into communism. You're right. We will never be a socialist nation. We're skipping right over that. We're moving into communism. 
And you know how I know it's been effective because I see you guys online um, still encouraging people to watch what you say. So, yeah, it's been effective. You're still afraid. You're still afraid to speak the truth. You still think that you don't hold the power in this country. And truth be told, as far as I can tell, it really does appear that way, doesn't it? We are the laughing stock of, and I don't say that hyperbolically, we, we are, our demise is it like completely economically, in my humble opinion, and I'm going to sound like a doomsdayer tonight, I don't care. The, I'm totally sober, sober-minded, sober in body, spirit, in mind. This is exactly how I see things. And I'm still allowed to have an opinion. So there, for those of you who are chronicling my shows, this is my opinion. And I'm allowed to have one. And I'm disgusted by what I see occurring in this nation. Now, I am also encouraged, thankfully, I don't rely on this country for my peace or my joy or my personal autonomy, uh, my bodily autonomy, my uh, sovereignty as a blood-birthed, washed-in-the-blood-of-Christ, reborn, uh, adopted daughter, beloved daughter of the ultimate creator of all things, right? So that therein lies my hope and my joy. Of course, the only thing that can that that has been really interesting lately is contending with a few folks who just have a complete erection for uh for things that I tweet or say about faith centric topics who are riddled with spirits of religion who just cannot, they cannot take five minutes to breathe through something that I tweet and retweet with a response to me about how blasphemous I am for aligning anything pagan with the birth of Christ, right? And by saying that we are the reason for the season, even though I prefaced my tweet with, I realize calendars, calendars don't align. Uh, That's kind of like, hello, I realize this is a pagan holiday, if you will. But we also celebrate his death, his resurrection. We commemorate those dates, right? So why wouldn't we commemorate his birth? And if you guys are dancing naked around your Christmas trees or, you know, you're celebrating Wiccan practices during Halloween or you, what else? Oh, or you're, you know, getting down with the Easter bunny and, you know, all your fertility goddesses and all that mess during Easter, then that's on you. That's your, that's your mess. That's your occultism. That's not mine. So, but it's always interesting to me when people who want an audience use my audience in order to calm me down on something uh, in faith, regarding faith, instead of doing what we're called to do, holier than thou ones, which is reach out to me personally and say, hey, sis, what did you mean by this? Or I have a problem with something that you said and I need clarification. So, 
No. See, this is the sucky part about having discernment. You know who it sucks for? You. And it sucks for me too, because what happens is I end up losing people I thought were allies, friends, or siblings in the spirit. And that is never easy. As much as I say, when the bodies drop, step over them and keep moving. (laughs) And, you know, and the very person who taught me that has actually become a body that dropped that I've had to step over and keep moving. So there's that. So there's, there's a lot of that going on right now where it's like a lot of wheat and chaff, a lot of people retreating or people just abandoning others in the middle of the battle on the field, uh, foxholes being emptied or people just crapping themselves and, you know, putting a gun to their own head in the foxhole. Um, I mean, this is how I see this right now because I see things in the spirit. And no matter how holy you think you are, we're still human. Short of scripture in the Bible, Jesus wept. So it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. And I'm grieved. And several of you are listening to the show right now, wondering if it's you. And if you're wondering if it's you, then the answer is yes. I've been accused this evening of being a fear mongerer because I had Stu Peters on with his documentary to explain his documentary. Died suddenly, which is now, I believe, the single most downloaded uh, independent documentary in the history of independent documentaries in the shortest period of time. Because people are like, yeah, why are people dropping dead suddenly? Oh, and right, you have, you know, you you have a a host of people who suck the blood out of or drain the blood out of uh cadavers who are telling us, "Oh, hey, look what I found." And this is weird. This shouldn't be here. These clots shouldn't be in this area of the body. <laughs> this material doesn't look organic. This looks a little like a pathology, right? So God forbid that you bring actual medical practitioners to the table to show people what's really going on. And then you get to be called a fear mongerer. You know, because two things can't be true. And the people who don't listen to my show, who think they know me be from spaces, you know, the ones who smile in your face and stab you in your forehead, right? Those folks. Oh, Monica, we're so grateful. You gave me my voice. This is, you're just so wonderful. Oh, by the way, I was in Monica's space the other day, and you know, and she's just fear mongering along with uh, Stu Peters. And I, my DMs just blew up over that, over the fear mongering. I'll tell you what, you guys figure it out for yourselves, which is generally my attitude. I bring you information, you chew the meat, spit out the bones, believe it, don't, leave it, love it, hate it. It's not really up to me. But but when you attack my character because you're too shallow-minded to actually see what's happening, I'm not going to be your collateral damage. I will cut you out like a tumor. And suture myself, walk right over you, and keep on walking. Because we are called to dust our feet. And many people are in the business of robbing others of their peace and their joy and their gossips. 
and they've become high on themselves and their popularity. People had the, it is truly astounding. I mean, wow. I thought my industry was bad of actual legitimate professional media people. But some of you guys who are running spaces these days, you guys take yourselves entirely too seriously. And you have become like sororities and fraternities of epic gossip hell destruction. And I know you think you're doing it it, as a form of, you know, fellowship. But when you have to dance on the grave of others or swim in the blood of others that you have just maligned, you don't deserve to have a microphone. Sorry, you're no better than the people you consistently accuse. So, yeah, pretty grievous. Grievous couple of weeks, actually. This has been a serious wheat and chaff season for me. And I'm just being very candid with you guys. I'm disgusted by the state of this country. I, I've i never seen a, such a beguilement in my, in my life. I, I've read about it in Scripture, but... No wonder Neo was like, no, 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 no. Can, can I, can I, can, can I throw the red pill up? I mean, can I just not take a pill at all? How about the blue one? Is there any way I can go back? You know, Ecclesiastes says not to be too spiritual, not to be too this. You know, all things in in not necessarily balance. I guess you could use balance. Um, you know, to to describe what what he's saying. I'm assuming it wasn't a woman who wrote Ecclesiastes. Forgive me for you, Esther. Uh, oh, Esther. Uh, you know, Jezebels who believe everything has to be about women. But I'm assuming a man wrote Ecclesiastes. Most people believe it was Solomon, but um, King Solomon. But, you know, I love that scripture because it reminds me don't be too much of anything. It is possible. To, th- to really, really, the curse comes with thinking yourself too righteous, right? But but in Ecclesiastes, you know, he, he says, and you know, I've, I've come to real, and Ecclesiastes is kind of like whew, Debbie Downer, like very sober though, very filled with truth, right? But you're like, man, I think I need like fruit of the vine after reading this thing a few times. And so, but he, but he's very clear in there. The admonition is very clear and so sober and so true. And the longer I live, I'm like, amen, 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 and amen. The more knowledge you have and the more wisdom you have is, and I'm talking about heavenly wisdom, not the earthly carnal wisdom that, you know, we all swim around in from time to time. Some drown in it. Uh, and, but others, you know, we kind of dip our toe in it and then we're like, oh yeah, this is heavy. This sucks. This stinks. It's ugly, whatever. I'm drowning. Let me hop out of this, uh, you know, carnal wisdom. It's just, that's not who we're, that's not who we are. But if you're living in the world of spiritual wisdom and knowledge, um, (laughs) he's right when he says it just adds more sorrow. Doesn't it? And why do you think it's easier for some people coming up in the coming days, especially who have, who are going to experience repercussions of their choices centered around terror, fear, and dread 
and lies, right? And and they that's why these folks are the ones who are still wearing masks, even though there are recordings of Fauci saying they don't work. There are recordings, recorded material, peer-to-peer reviews of people they usually align with and trust for all things medicine and science. And these folks are still wearing masks, uh, even though they've been told and the evidence shows there's zero, zero protection from a viral spore in an N95 mask. We're talking about a virus, not mold, right? These are the same people who are so cognitively disassociated and, and, and live in dis- dissonance that you can't even imagine. And you look at people and go, I'm sorry, did you see the evidence? Are you listening to the physicians who are now finally coming out? And forget about the ones who have been on the front lines the whole time, right? But especially the ones who are like, holy crap, we had no idea we were bamboozled. And this is what's really going on, right? But people, when they are overwhelmed by truth, they will shrink. They'll go inward. They will shrink back or they will rise. You have two choices. And, and for me, I tend to face things head on. And so it, it hits me harder because I just, I want to see it. I want to see things and people for exactly who and what they are. Right. But again, I refer to Ecclesiastes when it says that, you know, I've, I've seen a truth in this, in my, in my life. And that the more wisdom you have, the more knowledge you have, the more grief you suffer. So I want to encourage you that if you find yourself in the same position, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm, I'm grieving my way through it, and I'm presenting all of this before the throne, and I'm going to release people in total forgiveness, and I'm going to keep moving. Because we have much bigger fish to fry in the coming days. But if you don't think that your country is occupied by spiritual and technological and industrial and sociological, demonic, pathological forces then you might be living in denial. And I guess if that's where you need to stay, you know, okay. But it's like a boa constrictor. It's like a python. That thing just comes in, sleeping under your bed. He's all coiled up. And you go to sleep, and you think you can carry on with your life as normal. And it's Christmas. Everybody be excited. You know. God knows our hearts. We don't have to repent from anything. He doesn't ask us to live a holy life. We can do whatever we want because God is love. right? God doesn't hate anything. God doesn't hate anyone. Right? We can just keep on going because of grace. Right? That old greasy grace slope. Some of you guys are sledding down the grease slope of grace. Right into hell. Right? Reaping all kinds of hell in your lives and in this country. 
And if that's you, keep on sliding, baby. But as for me and mine, my eyes are open. My ears are open. I am grateful. I'm humble. I'm also grieved by what I see and by what I hear. And uh, I welcome your prayers. And I thank you for your patronage. And I bless you. I pray that you guys would have a good night. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, try acting like one. Thank you.